Phony rappers who do not write phony rappers who do not excite phony rappers. Check it out, alright? Yo, I was riding the train and this Puerto Rican kid said simple and plain, let's battle. It kinda took me by surprise cause the brother was moving with his eyes on the prize. I said, screw it, I ain't got nothing to lose but um, but I got to do this shit real quick so um, hurry up kid, bust your joints and then I bust mine and I'll be out cause I got to see this hon. He said, okay. Yo, check it, check it out, blah, 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 that's what he said Then I came back and just fucked up his head Cause yo, he thought the MC who was seen on TV Couldn't hold the shit down in New York City Ayo, I showed his ass, then I went off on my task To bless her ass uptown, real and seasonal, hold it down Yeah, yeah, sonny, to the beat like that You wanna bring it to me yes, where you Dredd, at? Yes, I had a similar situation Where this kid tried to tell me I Why didn't deserve my occupation He said I wasn't shit, Rest that I was soon before I up and down, dropped my crutch and said folks of course he tried to bring it on the battling tip And you know me, you know I had to come out my shit Trying to lounge at the mall, he's skeptic Mr. Walton Finally I banged his ass with the verbal assault He said I rhyme about his 45, his nickel bags of weed That's when I proceeded to give him what he needed Talk about, I need a Philly right before I get loose What excuse, money please, I get loose off of orange juice Preferably minute me, cause that's exactly what it takes to ride a rhyme Huh, so screw your nickels and your dimes Because an MC like me be on TV Don't mean I can't hold my shit down in NYC Phony rappers who do not write phony rappers who do not excite phony rappers. You know they type phony rappers. Check it. It seems there's a sanitation yard full of trash talkers. Sounding good for money, can you be the dog walker? Talk about your mic days and your break dancing. Not enhancing, you sound tired and Oh shit, I didn't know you like to play yourself in front of your friends. Sitting there lying till no end. MCs for me make things happen. Talk about a woman in the form of rapping Who will be the captain of this shit if it goes down? Don't you know you have to go with it? Just because you rhyme for a couple of weeks Doesn't mean that you reach the MC's peak Let me stop sounding all bitter Ghetto child, never be a quitter But don't be a phony in the litter Take it as a letter from the better Take it from a man who used to rhyme in busted ass better. Yo, Fife, you need a corner? Word to God Mess around, I catch H for MCs being on my love too hard Cause on my boulevard, you better bring your body And what's your boulevard? I represent naturally So don't step on the bully if you know that you phony Or else I'll bend that ass like elbow macaroni Cause I gotta keep it real Gotta keep it real, yup A tricore quest You see we never have steps, so on your mark Get ready, MCs be jetty Me and Fife be hanging like Veronica and Betty Archie, Jughead, snuffin' MCs from Brains Lane down to Hempstead Yes, Quincy over His rhyme style is older than a Chrysler Cordova I'm wilder than the guys from Arizona Villanova, uh-uh, Kentucky Who's the next MC stepping up to try and bust me? Bring him here, and boy, will I ever let him have it And when it comes to the microphone, don't even try to grab it What? What? Yeah, yo Yo uh-huh. Try call Quest Beats yeah, rhyme in life Release 
have this mic up in your midsection. My shit is love, simply meaning that my joint is tight. Amping up the mic, making sure production's tight. Sometimes I might catch a severe case of riders rock. But by the end of the day, you'll be on my jock. Your name's Malik, my hobby's putting MC to the test. And if you run, I'll put my foot up in your freaking chest. Freestyle fanatic, and never will it ever stop. Your crew is his. You might just wanna call the hey, top. Yo, I gotta put some action on paper. Make sure my verse jump up and spread out like the raper. The only tip I got for a waiter is watch the doorknob hit me where the dirty door should've hit me. That was my train of thought, but for so long I fought. Now I'm at a level supreme to the devil. So turn up the bass and lay low on the devil. We need to win the case and we dead to the shovel. We getting off like OJ. And yo, I got a little that fights. Fuck the barking. Yo, I got a crew with the beats and the smarts in. I brought my shit up on Linden and the 192. Forever writing, ever biting, ain't shit else to do. Hoping the battle, but most MCs ain't ready yet. But if they utter one word, then this is good as said. You have MCs dropping bombs, that's incredible. Some other brothers, their styles are just despicable. As for me, see, I just do how I love to do. Try to deny me of my props and I'll be seeing you. Most of you suckers want to be down for the tag along. The friggin' fame, someone tell them that this shit ain't games You got to do this from your heart, meaning your inner soul And if it's real only, then will you be on a roll? I try to stay on top of my game, there ain't no time to lose For album keepers, a quester, but still we paying dues So hear me out one time, you got to be yourself Cause if you ain't yourself, you end up by your friggin' self I'm coming rugged with the Linda Bully type of slang And yo, we'll see who can hang, yo You're on point tip You're on point tip You're on point tip You're once again fight yeah, yo, that kid is marvelous. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, it's funny. Say, what it do? What it do? Loud from the pit and don't give a shit. It's your man, Two Can Dan. And this is Fuck Your Opinion, the podcast. And I'm Don Gotti Nash. We kind of kind of flipped that shit up a little bit, but yeah, you know, we kind of going out of turn. It seems a little unusual because, um, you know, we usually got my man step the lever, but right now he's um he's on assignment. He's on. He's on assignment. Let's go say he's on assignment, man. He's on assignment. That's how it is, babe. Yo, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another. And again, before we before you do get started, we open with a tribe called Quest, phony rappers. Once again, off the album Beats, Rhymes, and Life, which was released on 7-30-1996. which was one of the. Dopest albums in hip hop, yo. That joint can go. I like it, but that was probably one of my least favorites. Stop playing. Get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, I, I mean, when you when you think of what... I had a tripod question. Yeah, but, it was but, a low-end theory. Yeah, but see, when you think about it coming from the low-end theory right. and then Midnight Marauders, like Midnight... Yeah, don't, don't, Midnight don't, Midnight that's what I'm saying. And, and, I'm, and I'm not even saying this, it was a... Bad album mm-hmm. like that. I'm just saying it was a look, you know, that was a that was probably on a on a lower end. Beach Rhyme But it was great though. And then when you go back and listen to yeah, it. Midnight Marauders, I think, yeah. I love Midnight Marauders. Yeah, then the um what's the, the We Got the Jazz Zone. Was, was, was that Mid wasn't that Midnight? Nah, that's on um, the other one. Um Low End Theory. Low End Theory. Low end. Yo, I can't think of the name. Yo, let me tell you something. You don't know. And the people instinct the, the first one. That's the yeah. one with um, Benita Applebaum. Oh yes, yeah, people, people, yeah, people, people. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a pretty travels. thought. Yeah, people instinctive something. It travels or some shit like that. But anyway, if you don't know who Tribe Called Quest is, one of the greatest. People's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm. There you go. And that was back. If you don't know Benita Applebaum is, and I don't know where the fuck you've been at, because Benita Applebaum is timeless. You can play that shit at a wedding. Oh man! You can play that shit at Benita a Applebaum. ball game. You can, put me you, know, on. you can just put that beat, <laughs> and everybody gonna just start grooving no matter where you at. Like that shit is one of the most ultimate low-fi beats, especially for a guy like me who like to, you know. I love lo-fi. Man. Like to hang out in the trees, you know me. So you, know, you be on the lo-fi. Yeah. I'll be on the Hey yo. I'll be on lo fi. I'll be on lo fi pretty heavy now. Hey yo, my man Joe and uh my homeboy, we used to go ch- chill over his house and um he put me on to the lo fi joint. You know, we get the doobies together, you know, start we get oh, the man, trees. Yeah. And then he'll put the lo fi. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? It's like this is some real common shit. And he was like, yo It's chill, man. It's chill. He's like, yo, this is lo fi. I was like, yo. Wait a minute, B-Tack, did he start breaking down the frequencies? I was like, oh, shit. Yo, shout out to my man John Afra and my man Joe Metz, man. I know we don't hang out like we used to from Coastal, yo. Shout out to Coastal. Um, but it was my dog. They introduced me to Lo-Fi. But anyway, uh, Tribe Called Quest, one of the fucking greatest and one of the MVPs. One of my favorite. That's, that's probably my favorite group. Ever. Yeah, them. I love, yeah. I love, I love me some Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Even the last joint they put out with Fife, that was pretty good, man. Hey, Tribe Called Quest never really ever had a bullshit out. No. I mean, they kind of shit. Might, you they, might not have liked it. The Love but, Movement. I love the Love Movement, even though it was short. That was the joint when they broke. Yeah, up. that's when that. Yeah, but it was great the too. The shit that that shit was cranking. Yeah, uh, yeah. That big bad. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah that bro, listen to it. Anyway, go check out a uh, Tribe Called Tribe Called Quest. A lesson on hip hop. Just listen to it. Grab grab the bad, first one, and, 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 and you you vibe out the all of them. Man. Right, you you gonna love it. It's gonna put you on a whole another fucking plane. But anyway, speaking on being on a whole another fucking plane. Wait, way to transition, man. Hey. For our, our segment of what the fuck is going on here, um, WTF, with the, uh, WTFH, excuse me, what the fuck is going on here, we're going to have a little sports talk. Now, we all know that sports is a big part of the American fabric and people love watching it and people just so great and passionate to see it coming back and they got the new fucking Gatorade commercials where everybody's like, put me in coach. Well... The Florida Marlins are fucking it up for everybody. Oh, my God. Um, if you don't know who the Florida Marlins are, it's a, and this is the funniest thing, is that I don't understand what issue Florida is having with corona or COVID, but um, that is, uh, Florida, the state of Florida is having a personal beef with the fucking COVID virus. I mean, the parties, the, everything you can associate with the numbers with Florida and the governor and 
all this shit that's associated with COVID in Florida, it's like with Texas, Florida, and this is another state that's going down is like really going to war with the COVID whole mask off shit. But um, the Miami Marlins, sometimes I get a little uh, long-winded. If you don't know who the Miami Marlins are, it's a major league baseball team. Um, they, it's 17 players tested positive for the COVID virus. 16 or 17 players. Yeah, 17 to, as of the day. Uh, tested positive for the fucking COVID virus. Now, they said that out of the other 29 teams in baseball that are currently active and that, you know, have the preseason games, none of them tested positive. So just the Florida Marlins team itself decided, if it did, um, I guess you would say decided because according to certain, uh, what do you say, people or certain, you know, we always got a couple of birds in the trees. A little birdie saying that the Florida Marlins team, or some of the team, went to a strip club in Atlanta after a Braves game, and that is where they may have contracted the coronavirus. At a strip club, this is the weirdest, this, this is not the weirdest, this is the wildest shit to me, right? You got Florida, Florida's already in trouble for a whole not wearing the mask, people right. getting sick shit. You had Atlanta, which was also having issues with the people going out and doing a little too much partying and, you know, numbers going up and people in this not exhibiting complete social uh, distancing. You have that still coming together as a merger. It's like uh, Florida and Atlanta are now two power states. Like they coming together as a superpower to say, fuck Corona, no matter what, Florida and Atlanta is going to get it in. That's what they basically say. I mean, but it's weird, like, none of the Atlanta Braves players had it, but... Yeah, they have, because they stayed away from that shit, you know But the Florida Marlins went to a strip club, so, uh, the, a baseball insider, Bob Nightingale... Yeah, I got, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's, that's what I said, that joint was... They said that they, um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said that they, um, went to, I think it was a wake-up call for all the teams saying, you better not go out at night, because if you bring it in... You've got a chance to knock yourself off a season by yourself. So now they got to restructure the baseball. They have fucked. They, they, they fuck this because it's been game. I think they've canceled until like yeah. this weekend. But yeah, they they have kind of fucked the schedule up because basically the series they was gonna play was canceled and another series was canceled and just like ain't nobody trying to play them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Florida, thank you for fucking up baseball as well. We love you, Florida. Sunshine, is that one of the sunshine states or yeah. citrus states or something? But yeah, son, we love you, Florida. Hey, my but man. You fucked up baseball, too. My man James Richardson said, wow, that's crazy. I think they should cancel the baseball season. Yo, listen, or just don't go to that strip club in Atlanta. God damn, you can't. Yeah, because everything else, everything else is, is seeming to work out pretty well. Even basketball. Basketball yeah. season actually the starts tonight. Working. Yeah. You know, no strippers in the bubble. Yeah. They said they're cracking beer. Like everybody, yeah, like everybody's been, been clear in, bat, in basketball as far as so they've been keeping hockey. Hockey's been great. I mean, you getting your little. Listen. It, it just, everything's Florida. 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 It, it, it just, Florida, yeah. And besides hey. baseball, you know, you, you, got your, you got your few here and there in baseball, but. Yeah, Florida, they, it's 17 motherfuckers, Listen, so you know they was together. The state of Florida <laughs> said, fuck COVID, we're going to do this, we're going to party this shit all the way through. That's some wild shit. Hey, hey big up, respect to Florida for powering through the cold COVID corona shit. 
saying that we're not gonna well now they I guess they have but you know everything is a big wake up call it seems to be for Florida. You had the governor first getting praised by the president for coming out and saying you know he's doing a great job and people not really being forced to wear their mask and the freedom and the parties and the the, the, the not really a, a practicing the social distancing and Florida was showing people how it was supposed to be done and Florida was leading the states. All this shit. And then it came up with the highest number of coronas. They got numbers higher than some fucking small countries. And they had a goddamn baseball team. Yeah, but that, that shit is definitely an isolated incident. And they didn't, I mean, and report, it's a and, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying reportedly, they, they did that shit in Atlanta, which is crazy. Which makes it, I mean, I'm just saying, it's just like, wow. They it. Yeah. It just, it's it, like, it, what it, a better place to yeah. go catch corona if yeah. you're from Florida? Not the Atlanta, Atlanta team, the Florida team in Atlanta. But listen. That just said that's a beautiful story. Where else would a team from Florida go and catch the COVID or coronavirus, but from a strip club in Atlanta? Right. You can't you can't write that shit out. It, it, it's crazy, man. So hey, Florida Marlins, um, fuck your opinion. Yeah, fuck, I guess, fuck, man. Yeah, fuck y'all might say, I mean, I know y'all still millionaires and y'all guys are going to get through it and you're pretty healthy and so you can afford it, but you got to think, you just went to the strip club, so you probably blew a few thousand just to correct the, collect the, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, just to get the coronavirus, and now you got to go explain that to your old lady, because I know out of 17 motherfuckers, somebody got a oh, yeah. home. Oh, oh yeah, so oh yeah, 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 oh you, 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 you fuck sleep my sleep. fucking ass, right. motherfucker. You was with some bitch at 3.30 in the morning. You, uh, you talking about you had to get rest for the game the next day. You mother... Yeah, see? You fucked yeah. your whole self up, man. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You got, you got, you got, come on. Yeah, I don't know how I quit that shit. <laughs> nah, I ain't yeah, going. Yeah. I ain't going. I was in the room with them uh, motherfuckers. That nigga, that nigga touched me, man. Yeah, so, 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 so to touch me, man. I that ain't know that shit, man. That nigga touched me, man. I ain't even know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know you gotta throw the old lady in there. Yeah, like, you know, yo, you, you, you know, you know, it's 17 you, men. You all yeah. millionaires. Y'all got women. So as soon as your lady found out you got corona, you was a dirty motherfucker up in the nightclub. Hope, hope you wasn't faking the, the, the going to sleep joint. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. If you go to bed about 11 o'clock, it's gonna be 11 o'clock. Yeah, I got yeah we be, got this game got, in Philly tomorrow. Got to be know. up at 4. Next thing you know, you done, <laughs> you done fucked up. Anyway. Nigga probably ain't want to take the test. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Hey, Florida Marlins, man, come on, man, get it together. Y'all shit together, man. Y'all, fuck, together. y'all, y'all fucking up the sports right now, man. We, 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 we was, we was there, man. Get it the fucking together. Yeah. Oh, uh, next, um, the story is is, uh, I guess you say, funny or entertaining and such. Um, it's pretty fucked up, pretty sad, but. I wanted to bring a little light to the situation because, I mean, we heard it. Some of us heard it being discussed on television, um, on news, and, you know, recently the, um, our president has brought attention to it, and it's something that needs to be brought attention to. Um, it's the young lady, Vanessa Guillen. Um, Vanessa Guillen was a 20-year-old Army soldier who was killed, and her body was dumped somewhere outside of the base in Fort Hood, Texas. Where the uh, in the army base, she was a soldier, of course. She was young, a recruit, whatever, and she filed numerous sexual harassment 
uh, charges against uh, some of her superiors or, uh, or whatever men at that it's a culture that to me, it, yeah, it's because it's, it's been other incidents. Right, it's, it, right. It, it's basically a culture in, in that, you know, in that field. Right, and and you know what? And that's no bull. Like, right. check this out. And this was an article I just looked up in May. Uh, it was a May second, two thousand nine article, two thousand nineteen article. Hey, what's up, Pink Pink Phoenix? What's up, babe? Hey, Pink Phoenix, bloodshed. We out there. Um, it says. In, in a May 2nd, 2019 article, it says sexual assault in American military surge in the last two years, driven almost entirely by a 50% increase in assaults on women in uniform, according to the survey released by Thursday by the Department of Defense. This shit, and it says it was 20,500 instances and unwanted sexual misconduct in the fiscal year of 2018. Damn. It's 2020 these young lady body a few weeks ago was found. Um, this is a sick fucking culture for yeah. the U.S. military, man. I mean, these are people that are supposed to be proud soldiers and protectors of us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and they damn so supposed to protect each other. Um, when you get to a point where women have to be, and this is like, in the military, women always took the dog fucking dick in the military. You know, they were really never honored the respects and the rewards for combat as men until recently. Because I think we just had, they just had a woman, I can't remember the lady's name, she's just uh, become one of the first women generals in the military to hold a high rank. I have to look it up. Yeah. Um, but you know, women have always played a big role in the military and, and both espionage, all kinds of shit, behind closed doors, in front and behind the wall. Um, and they've not really been given the respect and honor by the military. Now, most civilians like us, you know, my mom was a, 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 in the, went to the army, she only did a few years, but you know, a lot of us had mothers and parents and fathers and aunties and, and grandmothers that served and was military that you know, did their honor to their country and for their families. Um, it's fucked up that the military will have such a corrosive male environment that it will be like, you know, sexual mis- It's almost like fucking jail. Like, hey, if you're in the military, you're a woman, you know it's going to come to a point where you're going to be under more, even more duress to be uh, a re- duress or Sarah? stress. Yeah, Lord. yeah. Uh, Lieutenant General... Laura Richardson, yes, Lieutenant. She's um becoming one of the largest uh, commanders in the U.S. military, and she's got her honor. I mean, listen, I think it's a little funny too that she gets this high award right around the time that this young woman lost her life, and then it was basically military justice that kind of covered it up. Now, this is no way of me talking ill about the armed forces, military, navy, marines. Fucking paratrooper, third right, I mean, third army, green beret, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying anything bad about our U.S. military, but come on now. You know, we all know it's military code. Right. They got a separate, they got a whole separate shit different than the civilian. Right. Um, But this is one thing that's come, that that's the, um, the base of what the fuck I'm trying to tell y'all, my story. Um... In the death of this young woman, uh, the tragic death of Vanessa Ginn, the Vanessa Ginn bill has now been passed and it allows service members to file sexual harassment and assault claims against, I mean, to a third party 
against, um, you know, that could be against the military office or chain of command. So now, because, you know, before, you know, once you signed that contract, if you went outside the military and, and uh, you know, sought any type of help, legally or otherwise, you broke a contract, your ass go to jail. So now, because of this young lady, the bill passed in this young lady's honor, um, the, at least it'll be, it'll be a, a, a chance where it can be openly addressed because 20,500 fucking cases in 2018 is a lot of motherfuckers. And that's like basically what, one third? I mean, maybe not a third, but it's close to damn near a third. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's, it. Was a black, it was another black female a few years back that got killed in that same type of situation. Yeah, they found a body yeah. just, and you know, this they got a suspect, Aaron David Robinson. If you did it, Aaron David Robinson, he's a piece of shit. But, um, you know, like I said, with the military, and I understand what it is, it's because they don't want, the, you know, the military is like the police and like any other entity that stands in front of the people. Right. They don't want to give that persona of not being human beings. You know what I'm saying? They want to say, you know, if you're in the Marines, you ain't going to want to rape nobody. Right. You're like, shit, my uncle was a Marine. That motherfucker was crazy as a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he was just trained to be crazy at a certain point. Like, and that's not saying nothing against the Marines, but we all know we have family members and that human beings are going to be human beings now. What's up, Keisha, Keisha, Keisha? You know what I'm saying? For the military to finally, in 2020, decide to open this book so, or allow the, because um, it's still a contract, you're still working for Uncle Stan. You know what I'm saying? It's, you still, just because you're in the military, it's still a job, you're still in the contract, you still work for Uncle Sam, so you should be allowed the rights. To speak out against any kind of harassment, sexual misconduct, or anything, racial, whatever misconduct, you see what I'm saying, um, that you're getting dealt with. I mean, it, it's just shocking to me, basically, that in 2020, this shit finally got to come to a, a well, end. You know what it's, I mean, <laughs> this whole year has been like that, though. With yeah, the, with, right with, with even black rights, I mean... <laughs> I mean, shit, we just take it down Confederate statues and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's been a lot of shit this year where it's like, yeah, right like we still doing that in 2020? Like, we still doing this shit yeah. in 2020. You know like, this shit's so, crazy, yeah. man. Um, anyway, you know, rest in peace to Vanessa uh, Guillen. Thank yeah. uh, the government. I know Donald Trump spoke with the mother and said that, you know, this won't be. He gave you the presidential, you know, what he's supposed to do. You know, fuck that guy. But, you know, he basically thanked him. And our Congress for passing this bill, um, and if, to allow this shit not to hopefully happen again, um, because you know everybody's been our people. So if we have to try. I don't give a fuck what uniform you wear. You are a human being, and everybody deserves the rights. And you know what I'm saying to exercise that to, to be free, man. Why the fuck you? And that's I mean I don't know. Maybe because the military is so much constraint. I mean. It's not like they don't allow them to have sex, you know what I'm saying, or wives, or, you know, people meet and whatever, doing shit all the time. What was this? Let me see. Oh, uh, hold on a minute. I got a, um, Ryan. The Durgis. The Durgis said, can you bring the light... The unseen pedophilia going on in the U.S. Age fluidity and the national consent laws trying to be passed currently to the age of four years old. Can we please talk about the bullshit 
Because I don't know about you fellas, but any man or woman coming to my children, that man will get handled right then and there. I don't give a fuck who filming or whatever. Hey, I give, I give you, I mean, you, number one thing is conserve yourself and your family. I'm with you. What's that, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. I'm with you, Ryan. You know, and that's what I mean. Like, the, the more light we shed on the fact that there are pedophiles, there are rapists, there are men and women out there that have a certain part of them that's mental illness. That, that needs to be more spoken of, the more we can do to help. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know what you, I'm, listen, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know what the fuck you do for child pedophiles. Um, you know, but most people be like, you know, shoot them or kill them or whatever the fuck you do. I'm not supporting just murdering people. But I'm just saying, if we hide shit because we're afraid that people are going to see the military as wrong because they have pedophiles and rapists or they're going to see a certain profession is not being trusted because they if you're going to be trusted more if you become more back, open the kickback podcast what's up you know what i'm saying if you're going to if you be more aware and let people know that you give a fuck about the fact that they're human beings and not just killing machines you might get a little further so um like i said rest in peace to vanessa uh, again um please uh, um if you see or whatever the fuck follow this bill if you're in the military Thank you for your service, and at the same time, protect yourself and your mental fucking health. And, um, yeah, don't sweep this shit under the rug no more, you know what I'm saying? My um, grandma just checked in. What's up, Ma? How you doing? Yeah, I, well, since gra- I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say <laughs> to Uncle Sam and his actions right now, because Grandma just cut cut in. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Justice, and justice for Vanessa again. Let her family uh, seek some kind of justice. And the same for Breonna Taylor, um, that we still seeking justice for her murder, we ain't gonna let that shit go unsaid. And um, yeah, Ryan, yeah, man, we 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 gonna uh, talk about something like that on probably another show, man. Yeah, if you got some, you know, you got some real, you know, some things. Like I said, it's all surrounding the same thing, bro. Right. We need to peel back the fucking scab on what really goes on in America and what people really go through. And you know, let's fucking be real about this shit, man. Let's right. not keep looking at shit like. Uh, you know, but well, they don't do that. They don't bullshit. Everybody does it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does it. Um, give me a minute. I'm trying to get this other fucking thing. Also, if you um looking to follow us, we're on IG, Facebook, and YouTube at P-Y-O-P-O-D. You can find us at P-Y-O-P-O-D on IG, Facebook, and YouTube. Damn right. And if you don't know, then you're going to ask some motherfucking body. And they probably going to say, them fuck your opinion, fellas. It's pretty fucking funny. I love that shit. It keeps me up at night. I'm you falling asleep watching some wild shit or news, which keep talking about Corona and Donald Trump. But I tuned in the Fuck Your Opinion podcast, and they uh, gave me some good laughs for about an hour and a half. Anyway, next to our, on, on to our next motherfucking topic. In entertainment, Bow Wow... And we all know who Bow Wow is. He ain't little Bow Wow no more. Now he's just Bow Wow. Bow Wow. And if you know who, if, I mean, if you ate the 80, I'm sure you know who Bow Wow is because he's been basically in the entertainment business and limelight somehow since the age of eight on his way to 80. Um, Shit, who's younger than that, man? Well, he was about eight when he did, was it? Uh, when, he, when he first started? Shit, it's probably four or five on Snoop. For real? <laughs> yeah, he the little kid in the old classroom. Oh shit! That's yeah, Bow Wow yeah. shit on the Yeah, he the little kid. Yeah, see, listen, that's what I said. Bow Wow's been in the entertainment since Jesus. Basically, he was a child actor, child rapper slash 
Uh, I want to be a motherfucking hustler. Buy what I want to be. Hey, but anyway, um, Bow Wow kind of got in his feelings. Because Timberland came out and said that um, he doesn't feel like Bow Wow has enough hits to step into the verses. Um, I don't know who, who's Bow Wow supposed to be versing. I don't know who's he going to go with. You know how Bow Wow is. He's one of them dudes. He like to always throw himself in the mix and shit. And, you know. He said he wanted to, but well, well, he said he wanted to battle, battle from what he said, and what the Shade Room claimed, that he wanted to battle uh, Fabulous at one point. Don't do it, Bow Wow. You might have the hits, but you damn sure ain't got the fucking verses to go with no I mean, you need, you need a strong 20. 20, and you actually need more than 20. You can't just, you can't be maxed out. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't be maxed out at 20. You, you, got, you got, you got, you got, like, you, you need a good 30, 40. That's where a lot of people get in trouble at when they got, like, you, you know, I mean, with Bow Wow, yep. I mean, a 20 seems like a strong count, though. You know what I'm saying? They don't seem like a strong enough count to you. I'm talking he probably, that's probably his, he probably maxed at that number. I'm just saying as far as, like, probably maxed at that number. I think he, he if he can get the 20, I mean, he he listed on his, on his, I mean, they listed 20 right, songs. Let me go, yeah, let me see. I, I see about 21 on here, so let's see. Let's see what it says. It says, uh, oh, shit. Okay. It got Bounce With Me. If you don't know what bounce with me is, all I wanna do is see you dance. You don't. I, mean, I ain't gonna see yeah. you act like I ain't gonna. Yeah, yeah, nah. Bow yeah. Wow did. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't gonna. I mean, I don't wanna play with my play my snap play with them. Play me. <laughs> <laughs> Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Yeah, not play with myself. Pause. But I don't wanna play myself and act like I don't know what Bow Wow shit is. So yeah, if I start singing along with it just to give y'all a fucking little taste of. Bringing it back like, oh shit, yeah, don't act like, come on, man. If you in this age group, you grew up listening to the motherfucking Bow Wow, don't act like, all right, um, we got Bow Wow, that's my name. Bow Wow Wow, yippee yo, yippee yo, that's Don't Snoop. Yeah. Uh, puppy Love, remember Inches, Puppy Love. All the songs had something to do with fucking dogs. Oh, Ghetto Girls, Ghetto Girls. Thank you. Thank you wasn't bad. That's what I'm saying. See, Thank see, you wasn't bad. It wasn't, but you, but you see, it's, you 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 gotta have right. Take you home. Take you home was all right. Was that Joe Mario? Let me take you. Yeah, I'm a little young here with Mario. Okay. Um, Bow Wow ain't got no bangers. Basketball. He ain't got no bangers, man. Let's get down. All right, what about? Let me hold you. That's Johnny Bangers. That Joe with him and Mar, that Joe with him and Mar, that was banging, bro. It's a, it's 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 a hit. Out of my system, that's the Joe T Pain. Yeah. What about out of my system? Shorty like mine. It's never hard to find. Never shorty like mine. Hey, and these joints that you might catch in the club bouncing to back in the day. So I don't know. I don't I don't think he that strong, bro. Like I I just. Just look at. Just, I mean, fresh as I fresh as I as I am is. Remember that joke? Yeah. I don't know about hardball, and I ain't thinking about you with Chris Brown. I'm, I had to hear those again. Hole in my basement. I ain't even think Bow Wow was even going that. Was, I mean, Mark, Marco Polo might be. Is that the banger? That might be the banger. Some, some of these Bow Wow put on Ain't here thinking is about songs you. that he just know. Oh, yeah. Or maybe songs that he had a video for. I, I think Hardball is the jump from um from the soundtrack, maybe. Maybe it's from that from that his basketball movie, I think. 
basketball. That's basketball. No, that is basketball. Uh, like that basketball. Hardball. I'm trying to think. Is that the show with Lil Wayne? I don't know. Like I said, shorty yeah. like mine. And, uh, it ain't he he, he 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 ain't strong. That's what I'm serious. That's what I'm saying he, his his his, his twenty. His tw- he can get the, like I said. You can get the twenty. Anybody can get twenty. You got you got a record out or you got a couple of records out. But I mean, we, you we, had we, five we, records we, we, out. We, we, we talking about strong. Like like when you heard uh-huh. when you heard when you heard X and um Snoop Snoop actually took it easy on X. Mm-hmm. He he actually kind of kind of yeah, like kinda, I mean, he, 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 he let he let the gas off, but. But X had a good strong twenty jumps that he could go to. But you 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 gotta be strong. You can't come with the little jump where you're like, ooh. Mm. Yeah, you can't. And there's a couple of these where you like, uh, uh, okay. Like I heard it. I think <laughs> I, I, I think Fab, uh, yeah, Fab will probably Fab got some bangers. Yeah, he do. I think Fab will take. Yeah, Fab will definitely dust them off. I like to see it though. Yeah, but that's what Tim was trying to say. Tim was just like, do what you can do what you got. Tim, Tim, I'm in the same hey, boat. Tim, listen, I'm with Tim. Timberland is a legend himself. Yeah. And a legendary producer, but beatmaker, you, songwriter. So, but you know, Brow Wow Ego, man, he got like a... Yeah. He, he what got, you mean I ain't got 20 bangers? Yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah he, he got an ego. Hey, issue. him yeah. and Soldier Boy Slim. He got that uh that Gary Coleman. Who's that Soldier Boy he, Slim? He, 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 got Gary, he got the Gary Coleman Coleman. He got the Gary Coleman. Yeah, yeah he got the... No, listen. Him and Soldier Boy. Gary. Him and Soldier Boy. That's a Soldier Boy Slim. Soldier Boy, tell him in Bow Wow. That should be a verse. That could be one, cause but 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 I think Soldier might get him off the bangers. But what I'm saying is they but, got the same amount. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Soulja I, 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 I can see. I can like see them. five in the cut. And but see, we don't. But, but see, we don't want it. If, if, if it ain't versus if you can't come with that strong twenty. We need that strong twenty, man. I mean, but listen, they do have songs that you really. Nah, we need that strong twenty. I don't even think they. they just, but, I, listen, I, I, listen. Bow Wow. We want to meet Soldier Boy. We want songs that you may have heard that you really didn't associate with them. Then when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah. I yeah, he might that. got some stuff. He might got some stuff he could pull out, but I just don't think. He, uh, looking at this list, strong, I, I don't, his catalog ain't strong enough. I don't think he's strong enough to go twenty or over somebody. Damn, now, Fab, Fab has been on a lot of shit too. Fab been on, and Bow Wow has been on some shit too. He probably could throw on a Let's Get Murray. He probably could put some jokes out where he's on. I mean, listen, Bow Wow has. I mean, I don't know. Like but, I said, but is it gonna be Ghetto yeah. Girls? Ghetto Girls, and I remember that joint. That's what Jagged is. That wasn't that strong. When he, I mean, listen, Bow Wow. I know how you are, bro. I know hey, how man, you feel. Hey man, this might this is a little bit off subject, but it's kind of relatable. Do you know any little, you know, three little Romeo songs, man? <laughs> that shit's a bitch. Yeah, do you? Oh hey, dude. My God. Hey, did, yo, hey, if did, you're hey, on the PYO podcast <laughs> of our Facebook, and you should be, if you ain't, then come on, man. Get hey, what, what? What's this other song, and, dude? I know the one song. Oh, the, Ro- said, the Romeo joke that's, that's Sam the Jackson. What's, if, what if else he got? Somebody said, give me three little Romeo songs, or I'm going to take your life. Everybody was out. Everybody, I, I, I can't come with the second song. Like, what, what's, what, what else he do? If somebody had a musket that they was loading, because basically, <laughs> this just be. Hey, now listen. If a motherfucker was loading the musket and yeah. said, "By the time I load this musket, you better give me." Hey man, let me let me help you load. Let me help you load that joint, man. Hey, come here, man. Hey, let me help. Let me, let, let, yeah, let me let, let me let, let, yeah, let, let me help you load that joint, man. Because like, I think I, was, I can't. I ain't got shit for you. I got shit for you. I'm like, yo, you can yeah. load a fucking cannonball. Yeah, I don't. I can't name a second song. 
Like I'm, I would have to go. I don't know. I, I know he did that one joint, the old Romeo, some joint. That's all I know. I can't think. Because I, I, because the BP was still, he was trying to steal that Bow Wow money hey, with yo. Lil Romeo. That's basically that was basically P. Lil. He was trying to steal when, Bow Wow money. When I seen that shit on our Facebook, I immediately and, and I consider myself somewhat of a hip hop head. You know what I'm saying? I I consider myself someone who at least knows three songs by an artist. When I seen that shit, I thought to myself. I'm a dead man. Yeah, I can't. I got nothing, bro. I, I got one song, and I might not even name the motherfucker right. That, that's how. Right. Hey, 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 if the Joe say, and the song's got to be word for word for what hey, the song is, I'm out. Somebody wrote on our page, just the funniest shit was, I would give him five, what do you say? I would give him five little Bow Wow songs and hope they pass me. Yeah, hey, yeah. I, it just, it, yeah, he, sorry. Yeah, he just looking down at the list. Hey, Lil Romeo. You good? Yo, listen. You have the blessed opportunity. P. Stoke was still in. He was still in Bow Wow. He was trying to steal Bow Wow money. That's basically what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, but you, that was that's Master it's smart. P. It's smart, and Master he actually P. got some money off of that. Master P is like the fucking General Mills. Although, the, although they are looking at them on growing up hip hop, well, they they not on there now. They they they're a little arrogant, man. Hey, <laughs> motherfuckers, no, yo, arrogant. And shout out to Master P because I just watched his little No Limit joint that came out. He just had a No Limit um behind like his own little No Limit behind the uh, I don't know what the fuck you call it, behind the scenes and No Limit. Or, you know, unsung or whatever. But shit was deep. Shit was deep. Shout out to Master P. He's a fucking great businessman and a hustler. And Lil Romeo. Hey, why P always sound like he, he crying, man? Like, yeah, he he sound like he, he whining. He sound like it's sound like, it's sound like every time he talking, it sound like that's he just whining. That ghetto pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a man, <laughs> you can't really. He's so funny. Yeah, hey, but you know what? He, he that's like that ghetto pain. He sound like up, he be whining, man. Every time yeah. I hear him, I be like, damn, he sound like he about to just, hey, get that nigga some hey. tissue, man. He about to. He, he wiping his ass with hundreds. That's that ghetto pain. I feel you, P. Every time he speak, he's speaking with that ghetto I like P, though. I like P. Hey, smart motherfucker. Yeah, smart dude. He, 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 smart dude. He, he, he game changer, man. And yeah, I learned, I learned from watching that joint. It's called, I forgot, it's No Limit joint. It's on TV One or. BET, whatever, it's on a, uh, but just check it out, look it's probably, it up. It's probably TV One. Yo, it's, it's, it's some deep, it's, it's good, bro, it tells a whole, it's telling the story of how, and it, I got like the part two, but it was basically telling the story of how he started on the records and how he basically hustled and worked hard and worked up from the streets, man, and got his fucking Yeah, you can't knock his hustle, man, because he, he definitely... Oh, can't, man. That man was selling $200,000. 85, 85 what he had. 85, 15, or something 80, like that. 80, 20. An 80, yeah. 20 split. He said he went to the record company. Now, check this out. This is what I mean by a very smart businessman and what made him smart. What he did was he had a lawyer for like... Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And the guy told him, give me $25,000 and I'll come and sit down and talk to you. Master P gave this dude $25,000. He came and sat down and had lunch with Master P. Master P gave him twenty five grand. Master P said, I want to get rich in the record business and I don't want to go through no bullshit. He said, all right, this is what you do. Own your master's. Own your rights to your music. He would you you'll never go broke. And he said he gave him twenty five thousand. He said so after that when he walked into priority um and did his deal, he said off the break, <clears throat> he came in and said, I want eighty twenty, I wanna own my own royalties, and all he had to give him was like a check for two hundred and fifty thousand. And after that he went and pressed all that shit. And then this is the boss move about Master P. 
They tried to tell Master P that he so was me. selling too many albums. Because you know, Master P was pressed every month, No Limit was dropping the fucking yeah. They This nigga dropped like 16 albums in a year. They, they dropped 20 something, I think. I think it was, it ended up being like 20 or maybe even more than that. And like, and, he, and, 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 and P was smart. He was doing the fit. He was throwing the net. He was like, yo, if I put out 20 albums, five of them go gold, six of them go platinum. I don't give a fuck about the other nine. I just made like a hundred fucking Yeah, you still gonna make, even putting them out, you're gonna, you're gonna get, you're you gonna get part, it? it's part, yeah, it's gonna be positive anyway. So when he did that, the record company came and told him, you putting out too many records. He told them, fuck y'all, I own my record company. I own everything here. Y'all, y'all just gave me 20% for distribution. Y'all yeah, they were the distribution. Yeah, they didn't own He's that like, shit. He's like, y'all can't tell me what albums to put out. It's your job to put the fucking albums out. Right. He said, matter of fact, why the fuck I don't got a corner office in here? I should be an executive just as much as anybody else. Right. Cause I'm I'm worth a hundred million dollars. He said the next week this nigga Master P had a corner office in Priority Records. Right. So that and that was some street hustling. So you know that lets you know that you can come from nothing and making yourself into something. And just having being focused on a goal, being driven, having plans, and never ever ever be afraid to ask questions. That's the easiest way to get rich in America. I guarantee you, every, excuse me, every success story, everything I've ever heard anyone ever tell me about how they made it to where they were and it was a level of success, it was by asking questions. And it's as simple as that. Some people don't have, they got too much pride, they don't want to ask the fucking question. It was 23 people, albums in 98. Damn. Some people can tell you some real shit. So Master P, he learned the game by asking people about the game. And he took that shit in the pride. Who would you put P up against on Versus, man? Who, who would be a good comparable? Um, I'm going cash money. Well, I'm talking about just P. Uh, if you would do it, it would be no limit cash money. It has to be no limit cash money. It got to be. Now, I, I'm not putting Lil Wayne versus P. I'm talking no limit. That's what I'm saying. Cash. See that? See that? That's where it, it'll get tangled at because you got Lil Wayne, so you got you have to it'll have to be the individual. But there's nobody on no, 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 no limit don't really mean, and you damn sure can't put Mystical. Lil Wayne is in a whole different category by itself. Right. You gonna have to play. You gonna have to play Lil Wayne though. But you can't play. Cash. You have. You, it would have to be that era. The block music. is hot. It right. would have to be. I got you. It, right. it would have to be that era right. if they gonna do it. But, it would have to be but, that but, cash but, money but they do, there. But they do. They just say, "Yo, we got Drake." They just thought. Yeah, they no, no, they, not not that money. <laughs> yeah, they thought. When they was BG Hot Boys. Yeah, yeah I got you. Like that. Two third, two thousand, in versus the late nineties, Master P. Yeah, that'd be an ill versus right there. That'd be ill. Um, but they ain't gonna never sit down because I watched on this shit and how Master P and Baby came to and asked for a favor. Master P basically like, nigga, you trying to fish in my own pond? You, you, you know what I'm saying? You trying to set up shop in my backyard? So either you gonna work under me, but I can't work with you, and you gonna try to work your way into a deal that I got and put your shit on the same streets? So I understand that was business, but them two don't never. Yeah, that shit is dead. But you know, like <clears throat> I said, man. Um, Follow that story about Master P, man. He's gonna you learn some real shit. It was it was a great story. It's a great story. It's not over. I forgot. Like I said, I'll tell you or find out. What you think about uh, Two Chains and Ross next week? On verse. I'm going with that. That's a good one, ain't it? That's a good one. We, we was thinking about who'd you put against like Ross? Ross, Ross is Ross is is, is deep, hot, yeah, deep. deep. I mean, he's he's got hits that yeah. That's a good joint. 
Two Chains and Rick Ross is going to be a great versus. You know what I'm saying? Because they both have, and they have that the type trap, of style. Yeah, yeah, they got the trap. And then, like, like we were selling on, on Step the Lovers, Two Chains will uh, uh, fuck around and two steal chains, your trap. Two Chains <laughs> got fuck, fucking bars, bro. He, he, he fuck around, and then he was like, yeah, y'all here. I said, yeah, if two, you fuck around with him, and, oh. your, and your pin game ain't, ain't tight. And two Chains. And he been dropping balls because, shit, Two Chains really can go back to... Um, uh, God damn, what was they called, boy? Uh, 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 when him and his man, uh, play, play, sir, play, play sir, sir, thank you. They can go no. back to, they can go back to, <laughs> I don't know, that, and that, and that's a little one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that he, 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 he put that in the bag. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> two chains got some shit for you. And Rick, he, 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 and Rick got some shit too. Bro, come on, I love Bronx. I love, both of these dudes, I love when they put out some music. But I, I, but I think it's gonna be boom, boom, boom. It's gonna oh be it, it's gonna be who can who, who it's gonna be who deep enough. Who, it's who gonna deep. be a lot of Jays getting lit and a lot of trap, a lot of dope. The dope boys gonna be out. My man, my man um, Jose Torres. What's up, Jose? Jose, what's good? He said, "I love shows like this when it's with good American language." Yeah, well, thank you, Jose. And you know what? Since we're country and we're not really like New York or. People that are more in the northern part of America, we speak pretty slow. And there's nothing better than a good old country drawl to help you understand what the fuck I'm saying. So yeah. who you got, man? Two chains of Ross, man. Before we, get, before, before we get out of this, who you got? Shit, man. That's hard for me, man. Because I can't really... I can't... Because I think Ross I, 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 I'm, I'm going with Ross. I think he deeper. I think he, I think he a little more deeper. That, that's where he... But... Two chains has been on a lot of different shit though that he can pull out. He got a lot of stuff in the back. He got a lot of stuff where he's featured on too, where he can pull out the back. He's actually he's actually more of he got he has more he has more of a variety of. Two chains has more of a street catalog than both of them got the street jump. No, because I think I think two chains put out way more mixtapes. But see, I think I think um Rick Ross has a deeper. More album catalog because more even his little mixtape joints that came out more like albums, polished albums. What I'm saying by uh, Two Chains, oh, excuse me, I'm checking my, uh, my boo boo out. Um, but Two Chains is more street shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, he has way more mixtape circuit shit than Ross. But I do understand what you mean. Like See, I think Ross, I think all Ross shit is Ross. <coughs> so I think Two Chains can do more different shit. Like even no. even him jumping on the you know because he, he went um, Kanye and him. Um, to a degree, they got him. <laughs> he with them to a degree. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like Raw still has more, more radio. You know what I'm saying? He has way more radio pops to peel, and because he had it earlier than Two Chains. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm I mean, a, it's a versus man. I, 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 I got gonna be a tie to me. I can't. I can't call it, bro, because I love me some fucking Two Chains. I got Ross, although they never and actually. I love they, me some they, they actually never. Um, I was listening to Joy. But you know what, man? I'm going to stream that joint on, on, on PYO, man. Yo, I was listening to Raw's on joint on a track with Currency because Currency got a new joint out with Harry Fraud. If you don't get a get a Currency and Harry Fraud on that fifth mixtape, you fucking laughing. Losing something in your life. Currency, Harry Fraud, mixtape, look it up. If you like to stay in the trees like me, it's damn sure going to keep you there. Right. Um... In our next stop, because here on Fuck Your Opinion, we always tackle the toughest topics. I thought I had to get that in. I got to say that at least once. I got to stretch that shit out. Um, 
This right here is going what we gonna call out of the box. If you don't know, I always got my what the fuck is going on here, and I have my out of the box segment of this show. Um, this is what I'm gonna call out of the box because it's literally out of a box. If you have never heard of the Fire Festival, uh, a few years ago, maybe like two or three, um, it was a I don't know what you say. It's a fucking. It was a basically clusterfuck um, organized by a guy who basically was a fucking con man. Um, his name is Billy McFarlane. He was a con man. Went to jail. Did that? Do, I watched the shit on that Fire Festival. If you don't know, look. I think it's on Netflix. Um, about the Fire Festival. That shit was deep. This dude Billy McFarlane was basically an upper middle class white kid um, who conned his way into um, what you consider now the uh, millennial society of, uh, you know, the, the, the fucking parties via text and, yeah. you know, all the, all the new shit, all the nuances and social uh, influences. Basically, he made it into a circle of fucking uh, rich people, young rich kids, who were just dumb enough to believe that this guy's idea was all great. But, anyway... The Fire Festival was this supposed to be this big, like, uh, uh, God damn, what, I'm, I'm always drawing a blank because I'm getting fucking old. Uh, what's the shit everybody goes to California and do? Um, I, I can't think of it right now, neither. The Fuck, man. Anyway, too many trees. Um, damn, damn if you watch it, what is the shit Beyonce went to? It starts with a fucking C. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, too. Um. Damn. I can't remember what the fuck that is. Anyway, the Fire Festival was supposed to replicate that. It's like uh, the Woodstock of California now. Everybody, I can't remember the fucking name of it, dog. You got to help me out. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to pull it's that up. It's called the fucking... Somebody out there help me. I'm drawing a fucking blank. Um, anyway... What the fuck is it called, dog? <laughs> you can't move on without... I can't even move on without the fucking name, dog. This is why we need a, a backup person. Um, what the fuck is it called? Oh, shit. Man, now I gotta go look this shit up. Sorry, y'all. I can't go on. It's just how my mind works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got that shit on the tongue, on the tip right. of my tongue, but I can't. What the fuck is it? Uh, damn, I'm trying to get, trying to pull that shit up. Um, Coachella. Coachella, thank go. you, God. <laughs> yeah, I had it, I had this shit, but I could, I could, I could think of it for nothing, man. Yeah, you know, oh, Coachella. Oh damn, my man even my man had he, he had that shit too. Oh my man Lee, thank you, Coachella. Lee. We was fucking stuck. Thanks, Lee. Yeah. I mean, this is one of them. Look, this is one of those shows where we might go right, we might go left, but we get it back on the rails. Sometimes we need you, the viewer, and our faithful family. opinion to help us out. Coachella. Okay, the Fire Festival was supposed to be like the new Coachella. They and this is a weird let me tell you this is how smooth this motherfucker building and falling was. Okay. So it was a private island in short, right? Because I like right. you know I gotta give some details. It was a private island. Um Ja Rule, Billy McFarlane, who was this fucking basically uh like I said this lying asshole um and it was a few of their friends. They went out to an island and they had Gigi Hadid all the top model, young models, like last couple of years, all the, the top flight, top five from Victoria's Secret 
you know, the, the, the real. Yeah. So, um, the girls go out there, they're on a boat, they're taking pictures on a, on a, this, on a basically an island um, that, it was an island that uh, Pablo Escobar used to own. It's a private island. Right. Pablo, Pablo Escobar used to own it and used it to transport drugs or whatever. The current owner of the island allowed Billy McFarlane and his crew and Ja Rule, and really they just had a couple of boats and some ski dudes, um, jet skis, and they had the uh, model chicks, uh, you know, Gigi Hadid, um, what's the other one, uh, one that uh, Justin Bieber married, I forgot her name too, but anyway, uh, they took pictures, um, just like a vacation joint. So from those pictures, they developed an idea to basically come up with this thing called the Fire Festival. Now the Fire Festival was supposed to be on this island and it was supposed to be like a Coachella, but it was supposed to be for the mega, uh, you know, young, sophisticated, 20 to 25 year old rich motherfuckers. Um, so you basically paid to go to an island and be a part of a, a, a concert festival. Right. We're supposed to have Little Wayne and Blink 182 and all these motherfuckers, and you were supposed to pay to actually go and have VIP status on this fucking island with this fake fucking concert, right? Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Okay, they took millions of dollars from people because people were paying like fifty dollars, fifty thousand dollars per ticket just to go to this fucking fake-ass island, okay? The guy who owned the island told Billy McFarlane, and well, you can have this fucking festival on this island, but I do not want you to mention that this island was owned by Pablo Escobar for real estate purposes. What did Billy, Billy McFarlane and his crew do? They shot a fucking uh, promo video for it, and in the promo video, they put island that used to belong to Pablo Escobar. <laughs> So the fucking actual landowner of that island snatched the fucking permit for the video, I mean for the, the festival and everything away from them and told them they couldn't do it there. So they had to go to some fucking half-built resort in the Bahamas and try to use that for the fire festival. All the while still making people think that all of this fucking this island paradise shit existed. Make a long story short, the fucking kid Billy McFarlane fucked the people in the Bahamas out of millions of dollars. Fucked the party goes for the Five Festival. I know you heard about that shit with Ja Rule. And Ja Rule just just gave him another L, man. Yo, and the worst thing about it is I seen with my own eyes Ja Rule was trying to pull the shit together, but he was just saying crazy shit like, "Yo, we still can do this. We still can move." And the actual people that were organizing the Five Festival. That worked for this kid, Billy McFarlane, they were like, yo, this shit is not going to happen. We need to call people and tell them that, they need, need, they, that they're going to be refunded. This shit is not going to happen. This kid, Billy McFarlane, was pulling millions of dollars out of people's assholes to try to get this shit to work. Didn't work. When the people showed up, they had no rooms, no food. They didn't even have fucking flashlights. They dropped them off on the side of a fucking island in the middle of the night. And they waited like three hours to get on a fucking, take a, a regular school bus to a fucking big ass lot where they had tents. Fuck them. By the time by the time they figured out it was over, this motherfucker Billy McFarlane broke camp. Right. Okay, so, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. He gets, um, you know, basically he goes to jail for fraud. And um, while he's 
on probation for a fraud, this motherfucker creates another fake company and decides to try to defraud the same people from the Fire Festival on social media by telling them that he'd get them exclusive tickets and passes to basketball games and VIP events and concerts. So the fucking U.S. Marshals raid this kid, they lock him up, plain and simple, boom, he's gone, right? 2020, this is when my story comes to an end, ladies and gentlemen. 2020, the U.S. Marshals are actually selling the merchandise from the Fire Festival themselves. So, that to me is out of the box. And what the fuck is going on here when the United States, the U.S. Marshals or whatever, the U.S. government decides to sell wristbands, baseball caps, and other merchandise for this whole... You know what I'm saying? And they're not giving it to the people who lost their money. They just basically selling it as like fucking uh who said when you confiscate some good shit from drug dealers, you just go sell a drug dealer's Ferrari for like ten thousand dollars. Um auction or shit. Yeah, basically auctioning off the, the shit. I mean it's t shirts, sweatshirts, all this shit that reminds people of this fucked up That's um, that's terrible, man. Yo, it said I mean, what the fuck do they need the money for? Like, what, what is what the fuck? It says, listen, and get the skin. Eighty investors put music and build as luxury event. Instagram friendly, uh, friendly top models Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, and I, like I said, I forgot um, the other fucking uh, Ball. What's his name? Stephen Baldwin's daughter, Haley Baldwin. They had to pay restitution for that shit because the people that they were basically pumping this shit up and none of, and none of the people who pumped this whole event up, the big social and funeral influences and the wealthy, no one, none of them showed up. Only people showed up was the poor saps that decided to pay twenty thousand dollars to go to a fucked up shit. They thought they was gonna get they, they thought they was gonna have something good going on. Yo, twenty five would you Don, could you imagine spending Twenty thousand dollars to go to a concert on a private island? No. Nah. I wouldn't give a fuck if they was over. They they supposed to say you supposed to stay in these luxury tents, and it was just a fucking air mattress, and the only thing they got was like a tomato, a piece of lettuce, and two pieces of wheat bread for a fucking sandwich. And to me, some people was like, for buying a twenty thousand dollar ticket to a fucking concert, that's what the fuck you get. Some people's like it was wrong. I mean, I think they deserve what they paid for, but it, 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 it is. It, I mean, that's another. <laughs> I mean, some people paid like dollars yeah. $40,000 for tickets. They was going with group prices for like $40,000. Who the fuck? They had, they had to have it. Yeah, they had. No, I mean, no, they had it. Yeah, that ain't no, yeah, that ain't no regular type shit. Right these there. are, the, but then these are all like, and these were all tomorrow's. From the ages probably 19. Up to like 26, 25. These are all people who had some money. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we, we from the hood. Ain't nobody even thinking about it. Motherfuckers say, man, I got this party. Uh, it's going to cost $20,000 to get in. You you bound to get motherfucking slapped. And, and most households talk about some crazy shit that I come from. But anyway, like I said, the U.S. Marshals are auctioning off the shit like... The funniest thing is, a person like me, I might buy a fire festival hat and wear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to the irony of all of this money went into this $26 million scheme. All these people paid money into, and I just bought a fucking hat from the rent for five bucks. I think that I think that would be just maybe 
I don't know. I just think the karma of that would be great. I might just. But you might run into a motherfucker though that you don't know that it's gonna give you the finger. <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> fuck your opinion. You <laughs> Listen, you paid thirty thousand dollars for a concert ticket. You seen fuck that? Your you, seen, you seen that video with them dudes who just giving each other the finger and they just kept, <laughs> yeah. they just kept doing it. Yeah, hey. doing it across the street. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's I mean that, that's how I be. I be the same way. Walk the hat. Like fuck you, man. You paid thirty thousand dollars for a fucking ticket. Guess how much I paid for this hat? Five bucks. And he probably paid thirty thousand and even get a fucking act. So I'm just saying, U.S. Marshals, that lets you know it's always it's, it's some kind of. It's, it just it just ain't no reason they should be selling this shit. Yeah, it just it just no reason for them. I mean, I, I guess I mean it's crazy. Get that shit away, man. Send that shit overseas, man. Like, like they do those um those su- the Super Bowl. Yeah, like they do the Super Bowl T-shirts, man. Like send, like send that send that shit overseas, man. You got some kid in Nigeria running around with some Yeezys on playing soccer with a fire festival t-shirt on. That's fucked up. What's up? I'd rather be fishing. Hey, what's that? Hey, listen, like I said. Oh no, it said the proceeds going toward the victim. So they might. It says uh bidding on the fire festival remnants open Thursday and runs through August the thirteenth, with proceeds going toward the victims of McFarland's crimes said the U.S. Marshal Ralph Sozio in the Southern District of New York. I don't, I mean, we're going to see, because like I tell my wife, no matter what, if any money goes through a person's fingers, somehow a dollar slips through here and there. If you're counting $20 million, it might be $20,000 that just somehow hit the floor. That's just how I kind of look at things. But anyway. Hold on, man. What's up, Greg? Greg said uh, Don Gotti Nash, a Drake fan. Whatever, man. Drake. I ain't got no problem with Drake, man. But hey, man, listen, Drake hey, is all hey, right. hey, but we was having a discussion in the group, man, where we was talking about um, Kells and and Drake. So one of my homeboys, he was he was just going, yeah, he was going he was going with Drake, and oh, I was R. going Kelly? and I was going with I, I I just don't think nobody can fuck with R. Kelly. I'm they just no 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 yeah yeah everybody just uh, her, 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 versus R. Kelly versus R. Kelly versus Drake, Drake man. That's hard. That's horrible. I would, who wants to do a versus? You know the fuck the thing about R. Kelly? People don't even want to do a versus with him. That's the worst. When your name is so fucked up in the industry, they'd be like, yo, let's do a um, uh, R. Kelly versus, I mean, who else could go versus versus Chris Paul, uh, Chris Brown or something? They'd be like, yeah, Chris Brown. And nobody's going to want to do it. I don't give a fuck if it's R. Kelly versus Aaron Hall or R. Kelly versus Bobby Brown. Yeah, nobody want to do it. It's, it's, it's going to be, it's, 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 it's be the fans though that's going to say like, shit, can't nobody fuck with Kelly. I mean, because people, because nobody's going to listen. Yeah, but, who's going to be like, yeah, I just love that R. Kelly. Yo, R. Kelly fucked up. He so bad he can't even do a versus. Bro. He can't, but his fans can still have that argument because yeah. that, that's that's the argument people have. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll say people because R. Kelly still made great music. I don't know. Now listen, uh, we all know what he did and, and you know what he was accused of and that was sad and sick and but still we all know what R. Kelly did with the music. We can't sit here and say the man wasn't a musical genius. We can't sit here and say that. He definitely left his mark. Even though it was a few marks, it was a couple of yeah. P marks and some semen stains yeah, and some yeah, other yeah, shit yeah, he left. Yeah, yeah it's it definitely some other shit. He going left on. a few marks out there, but um it was some bruises too. But fuck it, you know, R. Kelly, maybe in a few years, 
Um, when I guess it's too soon when all people can get past R. Kelly. Maybe he got to, I mean, I'm not going to say that word, but I'm, maybe he just has to move on in the circle of life before R. Kelly can start really resurfacing in people's minds as a great musician. Because besides that, no one's going to call him a great person. Uh, sorry, R. Kelly, but that's how the cookie crumbs, man. When you're chasing cookies around the schoolyard. Um, last but not least. Well, closing out. Oh, we, we closed, uh, yeah, that's I mean, we, yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Uh, last but not least, um, uh, we, we had some, unex well, uh, every, everything in, in death is basically considered uh, unexpected, but we lost some uh, great people in the last couple of days. Um, John Lewis, if you don't know who John, I always say if you don't know, because some people might really don't know who John Lewis is. Um, he was a great uh, fighter for social justice, uh, civil rights activist. He was a senator. He was in Congress. He was in the March on Washington. He, was in, he, he gave a speech in the March on Washington. He knew Dr. King and marched with Dr. King and I think Selma uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he was just uh, basically one of those great pioneers of the civil rights movement. I think when he was, I think he, the actual story was he actually joined the civil rights movement like at the age of 15 or 14 or some shit like that. Um, I remember him most fondly and recently, um, because, well, he was born in Alabama, but he was, uh, a house representative for Georgia, for the state of Georgia. Um, it was a, it was, it, it, you know, they always have the test, like right now, I don't know if you watch, um, it's the guy John Barr now, but they always have testimonies again in front of Congress um, where people come and, you know, the heads and, of, of various government agencies have to come and give a testament or basically testify as to why they did what the fuck they did and some of the great thinkers and some of the not so great thinkers in Congress basically get to challenge these men on, or women on these issues. And it was a scene where John Lewis was speaking to a gentleman about ICE. And, you know, if you don't know what ICE is, you know, it's the, uh, the, the police department or whatever legal police force that the government uses that goes after immigrants in our country. And we had a big issue when people were keeping the keep when they showed the kids sleeping in cages. Yeah. And, you know, some of them, they had a little aluminum foil blanket on, and some of them were, haven't seen their parents and were separated from their parents, hadn't seen their parents in days, they were sleeping on floors, you know, using a bathroom and all that shit in open areas. Well, John Lewis asked this, uh, the representative, uh, well, the person that was working as a department head for ICE and uh, running the detention centers, that he basically scolded them. It's almost like you see a grandfather getting on or his child for doing something that he knew was wrong, but he just didn't want to admit it because he's asking the guy like, yo, we got children sleeping in cages. We had babies sleeping in feces and, and urine and not eating and not getting proper rest. And this is about basically the hundreds. And he's telling the guy, if you're the director, and because they did a walkthrough, because this was a testimony to the directors, he did a walkthrough of one of the facilities, and he said everybody looked fine to him. So John Lewis is like, if you see these babies, 
and they're sitting in filth and they're sleeping in, in, in feces and whatever excrements and everything. They're just basically sleeping and laying and, and living in filth as children. If you see them living this way or being held captive in this way, how can you write in a report that everything seemed fine, that the children were seen, they seemed well kept? And the guy didn't have an answer for that. So John Lewis was asking, like, do you think that these people are not human beings just because they're the children of immigrants? And the guy, you can see the guy's whole demeanor kind of sink in his seat, like, oh, fuck, you got, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got nothing for that. And it was just powerful to me because when I looked at it, I said, you know, it, it just seemed like it was a moment where you just like, yo, this dude really speaks with power and clarity and he's really trying to get you to understand and feel humanity and what we should have as a people. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, like I said, uh, John Lewis, he was born in February 21st. Wow, my wife's birthday is February, February 22nd. Hey, baby, John Lewis is a Pisces. Good people. They always they always speak from the gut, even though sometimes you don't want to hear that shit. Um, oh, what? Oh, okay, I don't even know what that means. Um, but anyway, uh, born February 21st, 1940 in Alabama, died July 17th in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Uh, John Lewis was a great fighter for civil rights. And, you know, we need, and I hope that we are cultivating right now more John Lewis's for the future because we're going to need him because it's a long fight. Uh, rest in peace to John Lewis. Thank you for all you've done in the struggle. Yep, rest in peace, John Lewis. Rest in peace, John Lewis. Um, he was married to Lillian Miles. I think he's survived by a son. Um, but if you don't know who John Lewis is, man, look him up. I mean, we need to put him in the Black African History Museum over there because he's definitely a piece of history. Oh, one more RIP. If this uh, shout-out goes to Malik B. If you don't know who Malik B is, Malik B was the actual second rapper in the group, The Roots. Um, if you don't know, from, if you ever heard the song, I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic. Sometimes I get my little back at you like this because, you know, uh, Quest Love always cranking on the drums and shit. But anyway, Malik B, he had a, it was a part where you always hear Black Thought go, Malik B, get on the microphone, it's too much on your mind. Say what? Get on the microphone, it's too much on your mind. Well, Malik B was the guy that Black Thought was referring to. If you ever heard that song, I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic. Body roots, clap. You know what? They should do a Roots Tribe Called Quest joint. Verse. That'd be a good one. Yeah. I think we might want to. Damn, we might have to do something like that. But anyway. Yeah, that'd be a good one, actually. Um, Malik B was a rapper in the group from the Roots. Uh, Roots is a rap group from Philadelphia. Uh, the drummer Quest Love. If you don't know who the fuck Quest Love is, turn on fucking. Uh, I think he's on. One of these late night talk television shows, but Quest Love is pretty much known. And Black Thought. Shit, all of them on there. Uh, yeah, the whole Roots. The whole roots yeah, he group. got, yeah, I forgot, the, it was, it's not Jimmy, it's the other dude. Um. And, and I would like to thank the Roots also for our Juneteenth. I am a slave. Hey, yeah, that was pretty funny. If you don't know the Juneteenth cartoon by the Roots, check that out. But uh, anyway, rest in peace to Malik B. He was 43 years old. 47. I thought it was 47. I thought it said. 47, yeah, 47 years old. You correct. 47 years old, um, we lost a lot of people. Um, you know, Herman Cain, 
I don't know if you know who Herman Cain is, but he was one of the presidential runnings. He said some wild shit back in the day, but he died from COVID too the other day. Um, it's just like, like I said, man, 2020 is snatching a lot of people um, off this planet. I don't yeah. know, if, and you know, whoever you love, the people that you love and cherish the most, hold on to them, respect them, love them, give them their flowers while they're here, because guarantee you, you don't know when it's your day up there. Oh yeah, go go low. Um, his, he he lost his best friend um the other day. Um, go so um Mark. Shout so out R. to R. Mark. R. I. P. To um Mark. R. I. P. To Mark, man. Go low, go go low's homeboy. Uh, shout out, like I said, R. I. P. John Lewis. R. I. P. Malik B. From the Roots. You know what I'm saying? Check out the Roots, man. Check out Malik B. I know people like he's you know whatever, but it was influential in hip hop. We loved it. We respect it. And we're going to give everybody their flowers. Yeah, we're going to close y'all out on um, UGK One Day, which was uh, on the album Riding Dirty, which was released the same day as the Tribe Called Quest on 7-30-96. You didn't know that, did you? Oh, shit. No more. Yeah, it was released on the same day. Yo, 7 30 96. 96 the root. On Jive Records. Both of them on Jive. I know. Oh, I know yeah, 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 both of them on Jive. I'm, I'm yeah. wondering why Jive would release the same shit. On the same, even though it's, it's, oh, shit, it's so two different audiences. Damn, you know what? That's some real shit though. Hey, Don always coming through with some some, some hip hop trivia. I mean, some little hip hop encyclopedia shit for y'all. UGK ride one of the best albums in hip hop. UGK Bun B Pepsi ride one day you hear and then you go. Thank you for tuning in to Fuck Your Opinion the podcast on Instagram P Y O D Pod, Facebook P Y O YouTube and we go go and when you see us on YouTube, YouTube, you subscribe. You can subscribe. Join us on all our social media. Share, share this stream if you can. Share the stream, yo. Like thank y'all for tuning in. Subscribe to that YouTube, man. Yeah, yeah, we need more subscribers on YouTube. We try, we, we, we trying to move the whole shit to YouTube. Hey, yo, we need y'all, man. Let's make the circle bigger and stronger. And if you can't, y'all got it now. Mama put me out at only 14. So I start selling crack, your cocaine, and codeine. Time to stack some paper. I gotta do it quick. Thinking I'm a juvenile, but they don't know who they messing with. Yeah, my mama's only son. But I live every day like it's my motherfucking last one. Every nigga in their mama asking why. But I'm in the game, live by the game. And in the game, I'ma die. And if I die, or should I say, if I go, bury me in home, clock next to the come and go. Cause tomorrow ain't promised to me. The only thing promised to a player is the penitentiary. So I'ma take care of my business on the smooth tip. Watch my back selling crack and pack two clips. And when you think about that, you say it'll be on as a trip you here today. But the next day you go. One day you're here, baby. And then you go. The next day you're gone. One day you're R.I.P. John Lewis, Malik B. Mark. R.I.P.
this world we living in Man, it ain't nothing but drama Everyone wanna harm you In New York, niggas same, same same flow. Now they got your wife yeah, in the yeah, yeah, I'm saying, he's been the like same California. dude He's underrated, actually Marijuana, gangbanging got the ghetto hotter than a soda Down in Orange, my nigga Box died on the corner Behind a funky ass dice game I saw him once before we died, wish it was twice, man I remember being AD for the Chucky crib Letting us act bad, not giving a fuck what we did When we lost him, I knew the world was coming to the end And I had to quit letting the devil push me to a sin My brother being in the pen for damn near 10 but now it look like when he come out, man, I'm going in So shit, I walk around with my mind blown In my own fucking zone Cause one day you're here, the next day you're gone One day you're here, baby And then you're gone So you feel like that, One day you're here, baby And then you're gone I'm up early cause ain't enough light in the daytime Smoke two sweets and slow these chickens Four o'clock like nine Bring that holder, my boulder smoker on the PA pipes AK loader as I get swallowed in the city lights Niggas be looking shy, so I look shy back Can't show no weakness with these bitches, get your life jacked Man, it's a trip where I stay, especially for me Them bitches tryna lock me up for the whole century They gave my nigga down at 40, don't say 19 I wish that we could smoke again and take a tight lean My world a trip, you can ask for me, bitch, I ain't no liar My man Bobo just lost his baby in a house fire And when I got on my knees that night to pray I asked God why you let these killers live and take my homeboy's son away Man, if you got kids, show me love them, cause God just might call them home Cause one day they here, baby, the next day they gone Day remix, got that riding it out. Alright man, make sure y'all um like I say subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the, the IG, Facebook, P Y O P O D. And shout out to Step Lover out there in the field. And uh yeah, Step Lover. Hey y'all, we uh we see y'all on Taco Tuesday, man. Right. Yeah.